Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Wind Talks where we have some very inspiring women from the city of Mysore. Joining us today is Ms Vidya Balaga who has 35 plus years of experience in the electronics industry. Let's hear her story. In this episode we will deep dive into Vidya's journey, her accomplishments and the challenges she has overcome. Before we get ready to be inspired and motivated, let's get to know her. Vidya Balaga is a highly accomplished supply chain professional from the city of Mysore. Born and raised in Suratkal, a vibrant town near Mangalore, she grew up in a secure, friendly and nurturing environment. Her father, Dr. Aris Shanbag, was a professor at KREC now known as NITK and later served as the first principal of Kendra Engineering College and retired as the director her mother vita shanbag is a bsc graduate and a homemaker who has written several books in konkani kannada and english languages vidya completed her schooling in kendriya vidyalaya and later completed her bachelor's of engineering from KREC Suratkal in 1987 and was ranked 4th in the university after considering the pros and cons of teaching versus working in the industry she chose the latter and joined HPB in Mysore later she worked at Bell's Controls in multiple departments and simultaneously completed her postgraduate diploma in materials management from IIMM Vidya's career took off when she joined L&T as a manager in 2009 and climbed up to being the head of procurement at L&T TS by the time of her superannuation in June 2023 Vidya is married to Ravi Baliga an electrical engineer from MIT Manipal and has two children son navneet along with his wife are presently working in london and daughter nidhi who moved to australia to pursue her postgraduate studies vidya's parents and in-laws have been instrumental in supporting her career by taking care of her children while she worked having experienced a successful career for 35 plus years and now with her children grown up Vidya wants to spend her retirement phase meaningfully by pursuing her hobbies and doing her bit towards giving back to the society. Uh thank you so much for joining us today uh Miss Vidya and uh I was so looking forward to talk to someone from our very own EMS industry and someone uh who has been in procurement and the supply chain segment. It's very very rare to find a woman who has climbed up the ladder to where you have reached and to have a conversation with you about the same and learn so much from you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you I should thank you Deepashri for giving me this opportunity to get featured on your podcast series. So thanks a lot and I am looking forward to this show. uh before we you know dive deep into uh your career and what you've done uh let's talk to you about uh, your childhood 
and uh, you're from a very nice, wonderful place. Uh, when you know, I was going through your profile, you said it's it's the place where they make ice creams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. talk to you more about your childhood and how your entire childhood in Surat Kal has helped shape your present. Uh, I was, you know, born and brought up in Surat Kal, which is a uh, 18 kilometers away from Mangalore. Mm -hmm. And uh, Karnataka Regional, in Regional Engineering College was established in the 1960s. Okay. My father, uh, who was an electrical engineer working in the KB, mm -hmm. decided to join this great institution as a lecturer in electrical department. Okay. So like all other families mm -hmm. um, of, you know, teaching fraternity, mm -hmm. we were also staying in this big campus. Wow. And, uh, you know, uh, this was a wonderful, beautiful campus where we could find unity in diversity. Okay. You know, people were from different cultural backgrounds, multilingual, from different faith and ethnicity. Okay. So I think it was a great place to live. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right from my childhood to my teenage, to my adolescence, teenage, young adulthood, I think I have spent in this wonderful campus. Uh-huh which you know has uh, shaped my personality to a great extent right. and um, i did my schooling mm -hmm. uh, up till the second standard in the local uh, in the english medium school that was situated in the campus mm -hmm. later on uh, a kendriya vidyalaya was established in mangalore port trust campus which was 10 kilometers away from our campus okay. so uh, children had an opportunity to join this uh, institution as well on clearing the maths and the Hindi test oh. because you know we had learned Kannada in our uh, English medium school right yeah. so Kendriya Vidyala we had to learn Hindi so I remember my dad teaching me Hindi during the holidays okay so a group of us have had joined this uh, great institution mm. and it was great fun because we spent uh, most of our uh, school days you know right from second standard till uh, the high school mm. by going to this school and you know we had to travel by the local buses okay. you know we did not have school bus uh, like the current times so we had to go by the local buses which was a, a you know a task by itself though I can say it was pleasurable sometimes painful okay. but it was great fun mm -hmm. and you know we had to walk to the school which was quite a distance from the bus stand mm -hmm. munching something on the way buying you know small things like children eat right yes. so these are some of the memories that I have of my school life and the teachers you know were very affectionate but stern mm -hmm. very dedicated and you know we had a great time learning and a lot of uh, equal importance was given to our studies as well as the extracurricular activities and to the sports. Okay. And to sports. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had a rounding, a roundabout, I mean, it a was holistic. a good holistic, uh, yes, holistic uh, personality development that was, you know, given importance to. Yes. So, we as children, you know, uh, we were a big group of children from the campus. So, we used to play all kind of field games, you know. I don't think the children of these times would have heard of it also. Uh -huh. You know, the Marakoti, Lagori, you know, cricket, uh -huh. and then hopscotch, you know, mm -hmm. you know, old time games, as I can say. And then we had a small stream running in our campus, in a part of the campus. Okay. You know, we had a long rainy season there, right? Uh -huh. So we used to do fishing there. 
oh, which wow. was one of the most talked about uh, you know activity. activity even now when we meet okay and then after that my father went to iit kanpur to do his uh, doctorate mm -hmm. so i moved to iit kanpur kendriya vidyalaya did my 9th and 10th there it was a little overwhelming for me at that point of time because a girl from a small place you know moving to a bigger city a bigger school with lot of pomp and show and you know there the style was a little different okay. you know but still i learned you know to manage and adapt to that school life and then we came back to suratkal mm. like uh, to do my puc like govindas college was a look was a college in suratkal okay and it was a very popular college among all the children of our campus, campus. Okay. so yeah so we studied there the student the teachers were really great you know in uh, teaching us subjects and uh, you know we did not have the need for any coaching classes unlike the current times yes but still um our professors from uh, krec mm -hmm. uh, they used to conduct uh, uh, just before the exams you know they used to conduct on an honorary basis you know for uh, maths chemistry physics you know they used to take some classes so that we could get our doubts cleared so that was very nice uh, initiative, initiative from the teaching faculty of krec and then you know that after that you know a bunch of us you know engineering was just emerging as a option for the girls in 1983 wow and then a bunch of us decided you no know, that we will do engineering okay and then uh, you know we were lucky enough to get a seat in uh, krec mm -hmm. and we studied and we i passed out in 87 okay but you know the time that you spent you know i I still remember the long walks at the beach that we used to have you know after the college hours which was a which was very relaxing and distressing you know the cool breeze or the warm breeze you know yes. and uh, the playful uh, sea during summers mm -hmm. and uh, watching movies in the open air theater which was screened every saturday or before uh, a holiday you know where things to look forward to because this was the era of you know pre television yeah which had it had not come into okay. our lives right okay. so this was one sort of entertainment that we had in the campus mm -hmm. but we really looked forward to such simple pleasures of life mm -hmm. and um, whenever we would meet anybody you know like uncle and auntie as we would address the parents of other children mm -hmm. we would wish them and they would be nice enough to speak to us a few sentences you know mm -hmm. you no know, talk to us or ask us some riddles or questions something you know which would make us feel very happy mm. you know saying that you know they are speaking to us yes. right yes. so this is how i was born and I, this is how i was brought up in the campus and this was our life in the campus and you know once we uh, came to college you know we had the liberty of going to mangalore mm. after our exams you know parents would allow us okay? okay okay so we would go to mangalore watch a movie in the theater okay. and then go to ideals to eat gadbad Okay. okay this was one of our favorite um uh, rituals ritual i should say okay. yes one of the favorite rituals and um, it is still you know those memories are to be cherished uh -huh. and i think uh, this was the golden uh, time of my yeah. life you know because we are we are young minds very impression impressions are you know can be created very quickly and you know that left a deep uh, um 
impression on my mind, you know. On a hindsight, if I think of it, I think the way we were brought up, the way we interacted with the friends and uh, the, um, uh, the fun times that we had and the values that we learned unknowingly or knowingly from the teachers, you know, because seeing is how you learn That's something, true. not by telling, you know. So I think that has shaped my personality and, you know, my values, I have developed my values, like, you know, some of them being um, um, respecting other religions, okay? Considering others, acceptance, honesty, gratitude, um, honesty, and um, friendship. I think some of the values that I have imbibed uh, yes uh, during uh, this time and you know which has which is still I know I feel are within there with me and to be treasured absolutely I think uh, the one thing that I've realized from you know whatever you've just said is the childhood that you lived to what we are living what we lived and I think the future generation what either my future is going to see it's going to be so different. Yes. And the memories that have been etched uh, within you to what I think we carry, say, probably at least 20% of what you have experienced. But that won't be the same with our future. True. And it's very rare that we're going to see uh, something that's going to be inculcated as value systems that you spoke about, which I'm sure you've imbibed in every aspect of your life including say your professional personal and on 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 all lines that you know you just spoke about um talking on the same lines uh you've been um you've taken up very much different roles when you were in bell's controls and then you moved into uh, completing your postgraduate diploma in ma uh, material management and there was, I'm sure there was a zeal within you that from an engineer to something completely different, materials management, which forms like the basic backbone of REMS industry or any industry per se. What is it that you would want to say that it is important to upgrade your knowledge or how has it helped you in, you know, professionally or personally in any front? After getting uh, married, when I moved to Mysore, mm -hmm. I joined ABB and uh, it was earlier HVB. Okay. And due to the merger with Asia, they were shifting their factory to Bangalore. Okay. So we had then decided to stay back uh, in Mysore. Mm -hmm. So I got an opportunity to work in Bell's Controls. Okay. So I worked, I joined as a GET and I was first put in the manufacturing division. Okay. Where I had opportunity to, you know, interact with the other functions like the QA, QC, you know, fabrication shop and, you know, export. And, you know, that is where um, I learned the ropes of uh, this manufacturing. manufacturing. And then there was a break, you know, there was a requirement in the materials department. Okay. There. So I thought it's a good chance to uh, learn something new yeah. there. So I took this opportunity and I, you know, I joined that team and slowly learned the, you know, tricks of the trade, as you can say, or, you know, learned what yes. is required because it was totally different from what I was doing. Yes. And during that time, Indian Institute of Materials Management had established an office here in Mysore, a chapter in Mysore. Okay. And uh, somebody introduced me to this chapter. 
So I was a regular member to this uh, uh, Mysore uh, chapter for, to attend all their sessions. Mm -hmm. So I used to meet a lot of materials professionals from different industries. Okay. So this, you know, gave me a lot of contacts and, you know, the understanding. Mm. And slowly, uh, they also came out with two um, courses for the materials professionals. Okay. That was, uh, so I thought it was a good opportunity for me to learn something new in the field where I'm working. Yes. So I took up, uh, you know, my son was small then, but, mm. you know, uh, I went ahead and, you know, took up this opportunity and I... It was a long course, 30, 30 subjects, six semester mm -hmm. course, you know. But still, I managed, with the help of my family, I managed to work and complete this course. Yes. And um, then I decided that this is the field, you know, that I Good. think I can establish myself as mm -hmm. a uh, professional. Okay. And, you know, I learned many things in the process of uh, doing this course as well. Mm -hmm. You know, time management you know, and uh, the dynamics of the market, logistics, inventory control, yeah. um, interpersonal relationships. relationships. Okay. All these things, I think I slowly, I learned and I'm still learning. It's not that I have to learn, but it's, it's a, I'm still learning, but I thought I should, I can establish myself in this field mm -hmm. was my thought process at that point of time. So I think then I looked for some opportunities in the similar field and I have continued. I continued working, yes. Wonderful. Uh, on the same lines, uh, it, it is quite commendable to see that you have 35 plus years of experience in this field. And that's, that's, that's a large uh, time during your you know, career. And uh, you started off... Uh, as a manager at LNT TNS, and then you ended your career in this segment as a procurement head. How was that journey of yours? And uh, you have been playing a very vital role. I think you have seen pre-COVID, you yes. have seen COVID, yes, and you have seen post-COVID yes. because you you had your retirement very recently. Yeah, true. And you've seen all the three phases. Yeah. So give us an insight about how it was before COVID, during COVID and after COVID. What was it that, you know, uh, really challenged your experience of these many years? I joined NNT in 2009. And, you know, pre-COVID, it was, you know, we did not realize what challenges we would face in the supply chain. And our vendor partners were always there for us, I should say. Oh, wow. Okay. okay? And uh, typically, we are not a manufacturing company. Mm -hmm. So we did not have the regular problems of supply chain. But yes, we did a lot of purchasing for our, uh, you know, hardware projects. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, as I said, our vendor partners were helping us out on this. COVID, you know, I don't know. It was uh, the nightmare, I think, for all of us. Yes. And it was a period of setback, challenges, personal grief. And a um, lot of heartaches, I think, for people across the globe. And every, uh, you know, profession had a challenge of their own. More so, the supply chain professions also had challenges due to the disruption in the supply chain at every stage. Mm -hmm. You know, it was at sourcing the raw material, the components, the running the production line as per the schedules, and um, logistics, mm -hmm. delayed the ports, yeah. Uh, so to name some of them, the major ones, you know. So 
yes we did seek help from wherever we could you know it could be from the other vendors or from our customers or you know wherever we could find some help in getting some clue for sourcing some important components that was the only way you know Between. because yeah, otherwise uh, it was very difficult and i'm sure everybody has gone through this phase mm -hmm. post covid you know when slowly the supply chain uh, problem started easing out mm -hmm. and now it's much better than uh, what we had faced then you know so it was a nightmare for the supply chain professionals for sure <laughs> yes definitely uh, i absolutely agree with you that you know we we faced our own but i think uh, your team has been very supportive of ours in in many ways uh, and uh, like i said the supply chain team and the procurement team on the whole is the backbone to any industry with your 35 years plus experience in this field i'm sure you had some very very memorable moments yeah we would love to hear them so share a few with us yeah i think 35 plus long years of you know career i think we will definitely have a back full of experiences you yes. know it could be happy it could be sad it could be not so pleasant it could be funny yes. it could be all sorts of experiences yes. you know that's what has made us what i am today okay but you know what happens is at the end of your career uh, when you look back on those uh, mm -hmm. memories you know whatever kind of memories yes they still become a set of sweet memories which you tend to cherish yes okay so some of them would have been foolish some <laughs> of them could be prankish okay. some the, of them could have been silly you okay. know but still during my initial years yes. you know i still remember the way we would sneak out of the department when the boss was not looking at us was the most hilarious one that i can recollect okay. you know no i think it's silly but you know it, it was fun back it then. was fun back then okay yeah. and you know bonding with the colleagues mm. over lunch time or over a tea break you know as we spend most of our time in the offices you know mm -hmm. so they are a kind of um, yes. support that you know that we look for sometimes in sharing our so yes. sorrows and joys you spend almost 8 hours 8 hours and you know yes. um, these days we spend almost 10 to yes. 11 hours we were spending in the office so yes. best part of the day we would spend in the offices no complaints huh? i have enjoyed working every bit of it. every bit of it yes but still you know what happens the support system are our colleagues you know good colleagues can you know really give you a boost absolutely and you know mysore being famous for dasra and ayudh puja uh -huh. decorations you know have you know decorating for the ayudh puja uh -huh. you know some something to look forward to that was the cultural events that uh, you know the company would hold you know all these some um, events have very fond memories and you know they are happy memories for me at this point of time last year you know we had a offsite meet at baroda okay and after the official engagements me and my colleagues uh, decided to go and see statue of unity oh, wow okay because that was constructed by lnt yes. and you know we wanted to go and see that and then we went around ahmedabad that was one of the memorable trips that i had with my colleagues uh-huh and lot of sweet memories yes and um, as i retired in uh, june my colleagues and uh, teammates mm -hmm. left no stone unturned to give me a warm lovely you know 
teamwork and having a good uh, set of people to work with is really important to wake up every day and get to work yes absolutely absolutely right. true dipashree because you need that motivation to go to office you know it could be something so if you have a motivation you will always look forward to yeah going there yeah. so that you are able to give your best yeah. and you get a satisfaction at the end of the day um that you've done some something good yeah. that's such a wonderful learning that you know we've gotten out of you for the years that you've spent uh it's very rare lately to build such wonderful bonds within a team and within organizations but i think that's something that we'll all take back with us and all of us those of us who are going to view this are going to learn something out of this for sure um you you spoke to us about when you know your son was a very small uh, child is when you took up your uh, post graduation i want to understand how did you balance your career and your personal life and you're someone who when we were talking a few minutes back you told me that you know i was getting out of the house like this like at 9 i would be out uh, how was that balance that you know you struck um, amidst all this yeah i think uh, i owe my career to my in-laws who have supported me during the initial years okay and to my family as well you know mm-hmm. because at each stage of my career there was somebody to support me mm-hmm. without the fam- family support i think it would have been very difficult mm-hmm. uh to you know carry on for this long years yeah. you know so uh when my son was small there was the, uh, my ma- in-laws were there so they were managing the home front uh my husband also was very cooperative you know he was managing my son's uh, school related activities in case i was not free to go to the school okay. uh there is a difference of 9 plus years between my children okay so her parenting thing took a little longer for us you know uh-huh. because uh, once my son grew up you know my daughter was small yeah so then my parents stepped in mm-hmm. and my father being a teacher by profession yeah you know he taught my son when he was in second puc mm-hmm. you know um he used to give him a lot of mock tests so you know kind of it helped him it you know prepare for him. prepare himself yeah. my da- daughter was a different ball game altogether <laughs> so um th- the family support you know at each and every stage i think that is the biggest support that i have found a very cooperative family and even the neighbors you know sometimes you know if the, if we needed some help neighbors would pitch in at times you know mm-hmm. so i think it is um, good to have uh, uh you know good relationship you know with your neighbors with your family members you know who will help you out you know it doesn't mean it's a one way relationship it's a two way relationship yes. okay it's a give and take yes. and though i was uh, you know working for long hours you know cooking was my passion mm-hmm. so whenever i would come home uh, i would cook whip up some tasty meals for my children you know to compensate for all for the all the, <laughs> all the things you know yeah. so as the children grew up they were also very understanding mm-hmm. and you know they adjusted well to a working mom 
and they will also do small household chores to help us out you know mm-hmm. uh, in the process so one day i remember i was working and i was very hungry it was 8 or 8:30 in the night i called up and said i'm very hungry i'm coming home uh, my daughter was you know um, she said uh, she made uh, chapatis and kept ready for me you know she was very small that time mm-hmm. but you know it touched me a lot you know saying that you know there, there is so much of realization in the children also you know yes. so these are some of the emotional moments uh, that you have that said. i have in this long journey but um, thanks to my family and uh, the extended family and whoever have helped me you know to yes. manage this career and complete it successfully you know absolutely it makes so much sense uh we we have known uh, now we know vidya baliya as someone who has learned so much from her childhood and has put it into her present profession also her profession now we want to know what aside all these things does she love to do outside you know all these very uh, constructed world what do you what do you love to do you said cooking is one of yeah. them what 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 other things do you love yeah. to do see um now that i have now that i have retired okay mm-hmm. i had there were lot of things on my to do list okay okay which i had which i did not have the time to do when i was working okay it could be because of professional as well as personal reasons mm-hmm. but now once i retired you know i traveled to london mm-hmm. and it was a real good experience because i had just retired no official commitments you know i it was a very most enjoyable period in my life mm-hmm. and my mom who is a writer you know yeah i couldn't uh, devote much time uh, to her uh, to listen to the poems or you know essays that she would write but then she had you know compiled lot of uh, poems on lord ram okay. which i helped her publish a uh, uh, book yeah a book and then um, our uh, house which my father had built you know around 53 years back we just renovated in time for a centenary celebrations wow okay these are but but i you know now now that i have you know completed uh, just 6 months i'm learning to re- relax you know and on the lighter side i think uh, i want to learn the art of doing nothing and relaxing <laughs> so jokes apart but um, yes i would like to take up on my hobbies which i learned during my childhood you know mm-hmm. the campus aunties who teaches a bag making embroidery cross stitch you know stringing flowers mm-hmm. all these things you know so i'm i'm very interested in that so to some extent i've taken it up mm-hmm. and also i have now enrolled myself in the geeta parivar okay. to learn chanting of bhagavad gita okay okay and um, see my initial years in the campus have shaped my personality yes my career has made me what i am today with lot of sweet memories but now i would like to create memories for others yes okay but i do need some guidance and opportunity for this because i am still new to this but i am lo- i am trying to live a life of purpose now mm-hmm. and i would like to do whatever gives me immense uh, joy and satisfaction for the yes that's how i am planning to spend this phase in my life and also traveling is on my bucket list <laughs> i'm so glad yeah. um and then you know all these years i ha- had to sacrifice attending the family gatherings mm-hmm. because it means traveling to mangalore or karwar you know those places where my extended family stays but now i make it a point to visit the function i mean attend the functions 
so that I can meet up with all my family, uh, family members. Yes. Uh, it it has been such a uh, thoughtful uh, conversation with you, where I think the main core or crux about what you're trying to convey is never let go of any relationships that you make throughout yes. your life. Uh, teamwork, which is again a part of building relationships in life at a workplace, is also so important. And the value systems that you carry back from your childhood is something you can carry forward. And your career does not end the day you give it up, but it's a ch- new beginning to a new throat. Yes. Uh, before we wrap up this session, uh, I would I would want to know from you. Uh, is there something in specific that you would want to tell each and every one of us before we start our journey into the corporate world? What is it that, you know, one mantra or something which is very important for us to, you know, have it at the back of our uh, head every time we do something? What is it that you would want to share? See, um, what I would like to share based on my experiences, you know, uh, to build a successful career. Uh-huh. Okay, it's not just one mantra, okay. but Absolutely. but you know, but uh, my I would just like to share my thought process yes. based on my experience. Okay, so I think uh, we should be passionate enough about whatever we do. Yes. I think that is the main mantra you can say. Mm-hmm. No, so that you know you bring out the best in yourself. Yeah. Okay. And the second thing is value relationships, nurture and value relationships, mm-hmm. as I've already explained. Yes. Okay. And in the digital age, mm-hmm. you know, there is a fine line between uh, your personal life and professional life. Yes. Try to always have it separate, you know, and enjoy the best of both the world mm-hmm. when you are in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, some of the tips that I would like to give is, you know, financial prudence is very much required. You know, these days, there are plenty of ways to spend money, mm-hmm. but think of that. And, uh, you know, have conviction in self. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, be uh, dedicated and smart working. You know, I think uh, this will take you um, a long way in your career. One two thing what I wanted to share with you was find me time for yourself. Because you are so busy in, uh, you know, building your career, but we definitely need some me time to declutter and de-stress ourselves, mm. you know, and also to take up some new hobbies or to develop on your hobbies or learn some new skills or take up some new, you know, online courses, which will aid your professional journey. Yes. Learning, learning, learning. Yeah, continuous learning is uh, is a must in today's world. Absolutely, I agree with you. Thank you so much. And I think the biggest learning that I have learned from all the podcasts we have done so far, and every single woman I've spoken to, uh, the only thing that they have said is be passionate about the work you do. That's one commonality, and I think that's what gets us out of bed every single morning to yes. go and do the work you're doing. Uh, thank you for spending this wonderful time with us today. And it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in onto another inspiring episode on Wind Talks.